welcome to the Everybody Podcast. Here, we'll dive into all things health and mindset to help you learn to push past your limits into a life you can be obsessed with. My name is Cassie, and I'm a personal trainer and health coach focused on guiding you toward being your healthiest, happiest self. So buckle up and let's dive in. What's up, everybody? Welcome back. Today, we are going to talk about what's in the title, how to be happy and or how to feel more than one thing at one time and allow happiness even when you're hurting or feeling sad or down in the dumps. But before we talk about that, I need to send out an invitation to you. My virtual fitness community starts a you first November focus. It is November 1st and we are putting you first. So if you have been thinking that you need some community, need a little guidance for your fitness, some fitness programming, some nutrition programming, um, anything that is going to help you with your healthy lifestyle or improving your healthy lifestyle, please go visit everybodyhm.com or just find me on Instagram. Instagram, send me a DM or an email. All will be linked in the show notes because I want you to start putting you first. It is November 1st when this episode is coming out and all of November we are focusing on putting ourselves and our needs before others, especially as we head into this holiday season where we tend to put ourselves and our health on the back burner so that we can try to provide for others. So you first November is happening now. If you want to get in, please find a way to get in touch with me and let's get you signed up and ready to go. And I may even have some special prizes for those that jump in during the first week of this month. But let's now get to show business as in the business of this show. (laughs) Um, What I really want to address with this show is your ability as a human to feel more than one thing at a time and allow yourself happiness even when you're hurting. And the reason that this has been brought to the forefront of my mind is because I am grieving a loss and I'm also managing to feel pretty happy most of the time. And I know sometimes that can confuse people like, how can you be so happy? Or, you know, when someone goes through something and they show up at work and people are like, oh, how are you back at work? Or things like that. And and maybe not really understanding um, the human brain as well as we possibly could. So there's so much stigma out there these days that you are only allowed to be like one thing, right? You could be healthy, but only if you're a certain size, or you can be successful, but only if you say yes to everything. Um, Or you can say no, but if you say no, you'll never have that opportunity again. But what I'm talking about today is you can be happy and not sad at the same time, right? That's what people think. If you're sad, there's no way you could be happy. When really those two feelings can happen simultaneously along with multiple other feelings, right? So I'm not going to offer you some kind of magic way to be happy all the time because that's just not realistic, right? But what I do want to offer you today is the idea of allowing yourself to find and feel happiness even when you are sad or hurting. 
Because let's face it, you're a human, and being a human leaves very little room for black and white. There's a lot of gray as we go through life, and this is just one of those examples. So we don't ever just feel one thing. We aren't robots. We can't just program ourselves to just be one thing all the time or feel one thing all the time. And according to a study done at Queen's University in Kingston, Ontario, humans can have up to 6,200 thoughts per day. That's mind-blowing. 6,200 thoughts per day. That is like rapid-fire thinking all day long. And if we allow ourselves to think on that just for a second, so here's your 6,201 thought for the day. Um, Everything that we think really comes with some sort of feeling, right? Each thought that we have will provoke some kind of feeling to associate with it. That's just kind of how our mind works. So there's absolutely no way we could have 6,200 distinct feelings throughout the day. That would mean that we have about 258 distinct single feelings per hour even when we're sleeping. So if you take that 6,200 and divide it into 24 hours, that's 258, just over 258 per hour, meaning that's how many thoughts we're having. And there's absolutely no way we could be switching our feelings that often in just one hour. So no matter what thought we have, whether it makes us happy, sad, excited, maybe we feel indifferent, uh, whatever it is, every thought that we have gives us a different feeling. Now, what happens is our thoughts trigger feelings that happen simultaneously, right? So we have a feeling that's happening in our active environment as we're living. And then as we think about stuff, different feelings are popping into our head. And of course, our mood and our feeling is constantly changing throughout the day as well, whether we are starting to feel fatigued or tired or energized or you know, whatever it is, depending on the situation that we are finding ourselves in throughout the day. And we all know that those feelings can change in a split second, right? So when our thoughts do start to trigger simultaneous feelings, that means we could feel angry and excited at the same time, or we could feel happiness and be hurting at the same time. It's completely likely that we have opposing feelings happening all the time. So why not start to acknowledge that and not just understand that it's completely normal to have conflicting feelings at the same time, but to leverage that to allow ourselves to welcome in feelings that we want to have during times of distress. Think about it. This could be a game changer for so many of us. You no longer have to feel guilty about sharing a smile at a funeral or be trapped in your anger when you're trying to talk out a problem with your child or spouse or family member. And you certainly don't need to feel offended if you're trying to feel super serious, but the person you're talking to can't seem to reflect that same feeling back toward you, right? We are dynamic beings. We can feel more than one thing at one time, and in fact, we should welcome it. We can leverage this to help us be more in control of our mood and our happiness and what we choose to feel, how we choose to heal, how we choose to deal with situations that might be uncomfortable or stressful or make you angry. What if next time that you felt angry, 
you stopped yourself for like just a second and allowed yourself to maybe recite a funny joke in your head or, you know, a funny part of a show you had watched or whatever it is, just a quick smile to try and reset, right? Because I know when I'm angry, it's like all I want to do is be angry and I feed into myself to make me more angry, right? But we also know that the second that we can just get a quick smile on our face, a lot of that anger subsides and then we think more clearly as well. So I know personally for myself, and obviously this is most people, when you're angry, you say things and you do things that you wouldn't normally do. Um, and sometimes you almost are embarrassed of them afterwards or embarrassed of the way that you acted. But what if next time you were angry, you pause just for a second and allowed yourself to feel happy simultaneously. And what that would do for your reset of your brain and how much faster you could reset and get out of that anger and start working toward fixing or working on whatever the problem is. Or maybe when you're feeling sadness, but you could remind yourself of something you have coming up in the next week or two that might make you feel a bit excited. Or maybe you're super stressed out about a deadline or finances or an argument you had, and you still allow yourself permission to be present and enjoy a conversation you're having in that moment. Instead of forcing out the enjoyment or happiness or excitement or any other feeling to allow yourself just kind of wallow in your sadness or your hurt or your anger that really does nothing but hurt ourselves more in the long run. And I can think of hundreds of times probably that I've felt this way and you probably can too when you're like really stressed out about something, right? Like, you know, we have that saying, leave it at the door, right? When you get home, leave your work stress at the door. When you get to work, leave your home stress at the door. But really, we know that that isn't um, an on-off switch. You can't just drop it. But you can allow yourself to maybe still feel that stress, but acknowledge the happiness that is in front of you and allow yourself to just enjoy it a little bit, right? So a perfect example of this is coming home from a long day at work. You're super stressed out and you walk in the door and sometimes when we're stressed or upset, we just want people to know that we are. So we might even act a little more grumpier or a little more stressed out just to really enhance that we're not in the mood, right? But What if instead of thinking about leaving it at the door, you brought that stress in the door with you when you came home from work, but then when you see your pet run to you with their tail wagging, or your child run to you and give you a hug, or your spouse or your partner or your roommate smile and say, hey, how was your day? Allowing yourself just that split second to take in the kindness that they're showing you. Instead of saying, oh, my day was terrible, horrible, you could pause for just a second and have some gratitude that you're coming home to someone or something that makes you feel happy, even if it's just for a split second or at the same time that you're feeling stressed out. And maybe you come home to no one. Maybe you have an empty apartment and it's all yours, but you could walk into this empty apartment, look around and feel gratitude that you have this safe place to go to, even when you're stressed. Even when you've had a bad day at work, you get to go home to this place. Who cares if it's messy or not? You know, it's that you have this place and this space to go that's comfortable, where your things are, that you can be proud of and happy with and still feeling stressed maybe, but also feeling happy or grateful at the same time. 
And sometimes just giving yourself that second to feel those things at the same time instead of fight the positive, right? Trying to push it away. If you just allow it in just a little bit, I think you'll notice that you start to come out of that negative side just a little faster or your shoulders will feel just a little lighter or things won't seem just as bad. So I think this concept is something that is often recognizable in a person who is grieving a loss, maybe a death, but also a loss of something else like a job or a lifestyle, a spouse. Um, Anytime someone loses something, you can go through a grieving process. It doesn't have to mean that somebody passes away, but it can just be that there's a big change that happened and you're grieving your old self, right? Or your old way of life or your old whatever it was. Um, But if you're the person grieving, don't force yourself out of feeling good as well, even if it's just for a few minutes. And we know the grieving process can come and go and it's a roller coaster and you can be up and down and up and down. But allowing yourself those few minutes of happiness or joy could be the difference maker in your ability to continue through your grief process or even cope with it just a tad better. And this is what I was referring to kind of in the beginning of the episode when I was first getting into things and saying, you know, sometimes you'll see someone who's lost someone, someone's passed away close to them, right? Um, But the next day you see them smiling and carrying on as if things maybe are fine. And from the outside, they might appear that things are fine. That doesn't mean they're not grieving. And that doesn't mean that they don't have those feelings of sadness, but they're also allowing themselves to find something to bring joy to their life at the same time. And this is something that I think we can use not only to leverage our own behavior and our own control of our emotions, how to bring ourselves out of, you know, a negative space faster, or maybe just acknowledging and allowing ourselves to feel two things at one time and know that that's okay, that I don't have to feel guilty for being happy, even though something bad just happened, or that I'm still allowed to be excited about this trip coming up, even though a couple days ago, I had something really stressful happen, and I'm still dealing with it, right? So just acknowledging that it's totally okay, and welcomed to feel more than one thing at a time, more than two things at a time. Heck, you have a lot going on inside of your head, right? So there is a lot that you are allowed to feel. But also using this as a reminder when you are with other people, when that other person seems happy to also remember that something else could be going on under the surface, right? It's that saying like you never know what someone else is going through. So maybe someone was super, super rude to you, right? But what you don't know is maybe they just lost their parent or their cat or their house burned down or something like that. And they're grieving, right? And and they have this way of showing that without being vulnerable. So they're putting up walls and using other feelings. So just using this thought as a way to one, work on yourself and really leverage that ability to feel more than one thing at one time, to welcome it, to accept it, to never feel guilty about it, but also to use that to help be a little empathetic toward others as well. Because you know, I'm all about being kind to others and lifting others up no matter what the situation is and being accepting. Um, And just knowing that 
everybody is feeling multiple things at one time. We've got a lot going on inside of our heads and recognizing that is a way to start living a little more peacefully with each other. So what I want you to do is stop placing rules on yourself because you think it's what is supposed to be and start allowing yourself the benefit of a smile or a positive thought or even time spent truly feeling happy no matter what's going on around you and doing it without guilt because you deserve to feel whatever it is that you feel. Even if it seems unusual, you deserve to allow yourself happiness no matter what. It's okay to smile even when you're dealing with adversity, and it's necessary to feel grateful even through times of loss, and it's absolutely the best feeling to find some reprieve from your sadness, even if it's just for a moment. So no, unfortunately, I don't have a secret recipe for creating happiness all the time, and I don't think most people would enjoy that anyways, because what is happy really if you don't have sadness to compare it to? But I want to offer you the permission to allow yourself to be happy or feel grateful or excited or content or indifferent, even during times of sadness, hurt, anger, and stress. Welcome those opposing feelings to happen simultaneously. Allow yourself to feel all the feelings because let's face it, we're human and being a human is really hard sometimes. So cut yourself a little slack and allow yourself a smile once in a while, okay? Thank you so much for listening. It means a lot to me that you are here. It would be amazing for you to share this episode on social media and tag me in it. Can't wait to be back next time. Talk soon.